Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What is up, everybody? Welcome into Saturday with Smoltz, where every single Saturday, the Hall of Famer for the Atlanta Braves, John Smoltz, joins me. This one is going to be a blast. I recently spoke to Cal Ripken Jr., who, if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to it. We talked all about the streak, uh, his career, his all-star games. It was a blast of a conversation. But I also asked about his favorite memory against John Smoltz, and we talked all about that, and I'm going to play that sound back for John Smoltz so he can hear it. Uh, also going to talk to Smoltz about 4th of July, the All-Star game coming up, the new injury concern with Shohei Otani and Mike Trout out as well. What would he do if he were a fantasy GM at the moment, and does this change things? So this is going to be a blast of a conversation. Without further ado, let's get to it. All right, as always, time to welcome in John Smoltz. John, last we talked, you were in Scotland. You had just played 36 holes pouring down rain, and you said uh, you said San Andrews was next up on the list over the weekend. So you're back in the U.S. now, but how was San Andrews? It was phenomenal. Uh, we stayed in St. Andrews. We actually didn't play the, the the old course, but we were able to play courses around there. It was phenomenal. Turnberry was, of course, uh, the highlight, which you mentioned. Then we went to uh, Presswick and Carnoustie and Kingsbarn oh. and uh, Dumbarney. It was a fantastic trip. Uh, I don't know that I'll ever have a trip quite like that. <laughs> uh, John, I mentioned to you, it was either last week or the week before that I was going to have Cal Ripken Jr. on and needed your best Cal Ripken Jr. story. And of course, I shared it with him and I want to share with you his response in return. Facing Smolty, I, I caught a hanging slider, I think, early in the game and hit it out of left field. And from that point on, it just seemed like uh, every, every bat it just got better and better. Will Clark was also in that game, and he went four for four. And then he said, uh, you know, I want to come out and rest for the last four innings. I stayed in <laughs> and uh, got a couple more hits. So, uh, yeah, six for six was a really special uh, time. And, uh, and, and I will remember that. And I will say that is one of my favorite moments. <laughs> Yeah, it was his favorite. I said, what is your favorite moment? Because his, his said, he said it was going to be the six for six. And he said, oh, yeah, that's my favorite moment, too. <laughs> yeah, those are um, rarities. And uh, I wish I wish I was six for six, but I was contributing <laughs> to one of the greatest all time six for six. Uh, John, this week we saw Fourth uh, of July was on Tuesday a couple days ago. And. You know, it's always a, a fun day in baseball. I never made it to the big leagues, but even in the minor leagues, it's always fun. Sellout crowds, fireworks, uh, just exciting games to be a part of. In your career, 
Do you have any good 4th of July baseball stories that stick out? I don't know that I ever had anything that stood out. If my memory serves correctly, with the same organization, didn't the Atlanta Braves have a historic kind of like Rick Campbell at 2 a.m. in the morning? I thought it was right <laughs> around July 4th. But for me, in my career, I don't think I really had anything that stood out other than the fact of what you just said, everybody came to the park celebrating a great day, a day of freedom. And the parks were usually had a ton of energy that day. And then, or that night there was going to be fireworks afterwards. So that always was, that always was the sentiment when we were there, we either were at home getting to watch the fireworks or on the road, trying to get out and beat traffic on the, on the, firework night did you ever john we're just a couple days away from the all-star game in seattle so we'll both be up there shortly in your career named to many all-star games many all-star teams it seems like now especially in the age of social media we get to see players being announced to the all-star game by their manager in the locker room there will be a video taken and it's kind of a cool moment do you ever remember one of your stories being told that you are a member of the all-star team or being surprised or however it happened? Well, my first one, I was completely shocked. I, I was having a good year, but we were not having a good year as a team. And it was kind of like called into the manager's office. I was the only one called into the manager's office. Yeah. So I was wondering what was going on. And it was then that he let me know that I'd be the sole representative of the Atlanta Braves, which you know, shocks your system. First full year in the big leagues, my rookie campaign, yeah. and I'm going to Anaheim. It was a whirlwind. It was so many things going on at once, so many preparations that I wasn't prepared for. And you'll never forget your first. And I certainly had so many different things that went on that are memorable, but maybe not perfectly. <laughs> uh, uh, the, the experience may not have been perfect, but to give you a kind of a reality check of how long ago that was there was this unknown comic by the name of jay leno that was performing uh at the all-star game <laughs> and we all know jay leno's career was pretty good after that but yeah that was pretty special my first one so that was your first full season in the big leagues and we have a couple a couple rookies starting in the all-star game this year, Corbin Carroll, Josh Young, they're getting to experience this for the first time. What are going to be their feelings and emotions walking into an all-star game locker room for the first time with, I know there's some injuries, so I don't know who's going to get like, but the Mike Trouts of the world, Shohei Otani, Aaron Judges, the superstars, Mookie Betts, they're going to walk into a locker room with surefire Hall of Famers as first-timers. What's that going to be like for them? be like drinking out of a fire hose i mean it's going to come quickly and there's going to be a lot of uh things you're going to have to do and try to get it done and it, it just it happens so fast uh you try to take it in you get the advice of former players veterans telling you what to look for what to do what not to do but when you get there it just it's 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 like really drinking out of a fire hose it's coming at you fast and you'll take a lot of pictures and memories you'll never forget it i guarantee it like there's a lot of things that baseball players get to experience but you're never going to forget the first of yeah. whatever is your first game, your first uh, playoffs, first all-star game. It, it just, it's, it's, it's unforgettable. Yeah. I know. I've just mentioned Shohei, who is arguably coming off the greatest month ever. I mean, offensively it's up there. You can point to 
you know, Lou Gehrig in 1930, Babe Ruth, Joe DiMaggio, Sammy Sosa's month where he hit 20 homers. Offensively, it's up there with that. Add to it that he was dominant on the mound for the month of June, and you arguably have the greatest month in the history of baseball. John, I, I know the answer is no to have you seen anything like this, but how do you put into perspective what we just saw in the month of June from Shohei Otani? Yeah, I honestly thought we'd see a little tail off this year. I can't expect a man to go through what he did last year and then duplicate it or maybe uh, exceed it. And he's on that pace to do that. So it's credit to him. I mean, there has to be a lag at some point where he hits a little bit of a wall or he gets a little fatigued, but he has shown no signs of that. And that month um, will live forever. I, I don't know how it's possible to have another month that, can kind of come close to the dual threat that he's been. And look, it's a credit again to him. It's, it's unfortunate his teammate got hurt, Mike Trout. It's unfortunate that the season looks like it's going to be really a, a grind to try to find them in the postseason. But I sure hope they find a way because he deserves to be on the national spotlight more than just the all-star game. Yeah. So he did his last start come out with the, the same fingernail injury that brought him out early in the, his previous start. He came out, said it got a little worse, probably shouldn't have pushed it, but he did. Comes out there in that same day, John, the Angels who are looking at a at a wild card spot, and obviously this year means a lot for them. In the same day, Mike Trout, it's announced, has a, the hamate bone injury. Anthony Rendon fouls the ball off of himself. He comes out of the game. Shohei comes out of the game with the finger injury. He's probably done pitching until after the All-Star game. What If you're the Angels, and I know I just had Ken Rosenthal on the show a couple weeks ago, and he said, the Angels are going for it. They're not going to trade him. They're not going to keep him. They're, he's probably not re-signing there, but they're not going to trade him in the middle of the season. Does that change at all now? Trout's going to be out two months. Who knows how Shohei is feeling, but do you have to get something for Shohei Otani, or do you just keep your head down and keep pushing and hope for the playoffs? Well, I love playing fantasy GM because that's uh, exactly what it would be for me. Exactly. I have to say, I have to say this changes things for me. I'm, I'm being objective when I look at the Angels and I go, golly, they're close with Mike Trout. Don't trade them at all. Ride it out. Get to the end. See if you can push for the playoffs. And then who knows? Maybe there's a chance you resign them. But given the facts that we have today and where they are as a team and no Mike Trout for eight weeks, man, would I be flaunting that opportunity and changing my franchise if I could with some yeah. major impact. To, you know, if you're talking to the right team that has the opportunity to resign them and you get prospects along the way, major prospects, you could change your franchise. If you want to play fantasy, and let's just say um, all bets are off and, and the team that's going to trade for him is definitely going to sign him or have the opportunity to sign him, yeah. you're going to get a boatload. You should get two impact immediate players with two impact down-the-road prospects that are going to change the Angels in a way that they could never be changed before. Now that's playing fantasy GM and that's saying that a couple more things happen and they hit a bad streak and it looks daunting that they may make the playoffs. So I know those are a lot of contributing factors, but you have to entertain it. I, I don't I don't think anybody who's in that seat, if they deny entertaining it, they're yeah. not doing themselves any justice to at least see what was what would be out there. 
Yep, I, I agree. This uh, That changes everything. Trout going down for a couple months, I think, changes everything. John, I like putting you in the fantasy GM mode. I'll have to, we'll have to do that more. <laughs> uh, we will see each other in Seattle in just a couple of days, my friend. Thanks so much for joining me, and uh, I'll talk to you up there. Looking forward to it. Yep, same. All right, see you, buddy. All right, thanks again to John Smoltz for joining me. Always a fun conversation, and today put him in the fantasy GM role. And I have to say, this one becomes a tough conversation. I was thinking about this Tuesday evening when um, when Shohei Otani came out of that game, Mike Trout went down with the injury, and you just start putting yourself in the shoes of being the GM. And I, I'm not the GM, obviously, neither is John Smoltz, but you get to the point where Without Trout, are the Angels a, a playoff team? Without Mike Trout, you, you have to think probably not. You know, they're already looking up at a wild card spot before the half before the All-Star break. So then you really have to think, okay, Shohei, we talked to Ken Rosenthal recently, and Ken Ken said Shohei's not re-signing in Anaheim. He's just not that's not gonna happen. And is that for sure? I don't know. I don't think anybody knows. I'm sure the Angels will try and go after him. But if he's not going to resign there, you have to get something for him. You just do, especially now with the Trout news. And I was just sitting there thinking, well, this really hurts their playoff chances. And now, now do they switch course? And if we see them lose four or five games in a row coming up before the trade deadline... I think they really have to consider trading him. And it sounds like John thinks the same thing. I think he changed his opinion there with that injury. And man, this could be, we talked about the Juan Soto trade recently. This could end, this could be the craziest trade deadline of all time. Cause we're talking, even though it's for a rental, Shohei's a rental, right? You have him for a couple of months. We're still talking major leaguers, top prospects, and an unprecedented trade. So I, it's the early July trade deadline is the beginning of August, August 1st. We are in for quite the next month in terms of what are the angels going to do? Oh man, I am, I'm excited in a way, but I am just, I, I can't believe we're here to this point of could Shohei really be moved? And I think that answer has quickly become yes. So thank you to fantasy GM, John Smoltz for joining me. Always a blast of a conversation. Next time I talk to him, we'll be up in Seattle. Remember, Flippin' Bats is going on the road up there as well. All-Star break is always a blast. It is, it's a wild few days. There will be tons of live shows Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. A lot of exciting content and everything coming at you. So stay tuned there. I'll also be talking to Smoltz up there. So thank you all for listening. Make sure you subscribe. Anywhere you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, wherever. We're also on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. And you can watch every episode on YouTube at Flippin' Bats Pod for all of them. Thank you all for listening. This has been another episode of Saturday with Smoltz. Until next time, my friends, peace.